Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we start this episode, could you do me a favor? Could you rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts? And also, could you subscribe to our YouTube channel? That's at youtube.com slash by the hood. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to all of our listeners, all of our supporters, all of the people that have visited our site to cop the, the By the Hood merch. We appreciate all, um, all of the support that we get out there, man. Um, my brother's back in the building. You know what I'm saying? We got our Corey. Corey, what's up, brother? Man, you know, you know, I, I start... I start with, with 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 thanks, man, and praise, and I'm above the of the, above the ground, man. You know what I mean? Every day above the ground is a good day, so I'm winning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And listen, um, for those out there who may be listening for the first time, our platform is dedicated to highlighting brothers and sisters who look just like us, who are doing amazing things in the world. In this episode, we got um two special brothers, man, content creators. They have, they have a podcast and they're very um humorous. I listen to their podcast. Listen, everybody knows I listen to tons of podcasts. I consume podcasts and I subscribe to these guys' podcasts because they laugh up their, their wit and they talk about a topic that I think is important to our community, which is literacy, right? But they do it in a way that's relatable. You know, it's both funny and it's inspiring. And I, I just want to, you know, get them to share their journey about what they got going on. I mean, we got the literacy kings in the building, the literacy is made up of uh, CP, I'm going to call you, because it's an extra, you know, we got two Corys, so I'm going to say <laughs> CP and Jay with the NBA. Yeah, yeah CP yeah. and Jay with the NBA. What's going on, man? You're... Yeah, man, appreciate y'all having us on, dog. We excited yeah. to be here, Appreciate man. the love, man. Appreciate the love. <clears throat> I thought Absolutely, it was funny, man. man. When Listen. I saw your page, I saw you was Jay with the blueprint, and then the homies Jay with the NBA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No <laughs> doubt. I'm like, man, that's beautiful, Yeah, dog. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Listen, man, um, I love what you guys do, right? Because any, anyone who listens to our uh, platform or watches our, our content knows that we pretty much talk about books no matter what the content piece is because uh, we think right. literacy is important. And what you guys do is important, man. But let's talk about your background, though, and, and, and each of you can answer individually. Um, let's start with you, CP. Uh, where are you originally from, um, and what was your upbringing like? Yeah, man. So uh, I'm from Houston, Texas, man. It's a neighborhood called South Park, South Park, Houston. If you um, if you know anything about Chopped and Screwed, you ever heard about Chopped and Screwed and DJ Screw? Anything Absolutely. Like that? Yeah. Okay. I grew up like five minutes from where DJ Screw uh, house was and the Chopped and Screwed music originated. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm from Houston. Um, man, I'm from the hood. You know, friend. Yeah, I, I, I'm from the hood. I'm from the bottom. And uh, grew up real quick, you know. So, like, my, when I was young, um, my old man was uh, my old man was on drugs. You know what I'm saying? He was a dope fiend. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we grew up like with that 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 got to get it mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was steady. It was always like a struggle. My mama trying to keep us straight and then replace everything he didn't stole, and you know what I'm saying? That back and forth thing. So it was kind of that classic struggling in the hood trying to make it got some good things going but then you got the 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 demons you know what i'm saying that that, that torture our hood you know drugs and mm -hmm. and money and you know what i'm saying that was a big thing sir flooding the streets you know what i mean so 
Um, you feel me? So that's, that's, that's how I came up, you know, in that environment, you know, so my whole thing was, I'm trying to hit a lick, get some bread and get my people out, you know? So that was the only <laughs> focus. You feel me? So yeah. that's, that was my early childhood. Yeah. How about you, Jay? How what was your upbringing like, Jay? I'm from, uh, I'm from Houston. I'm from third ward. Um, the bricks. I'm from the CUNY home projects in third ward. Uh, they call it the honeycomb that because that's where all the serve come from. Um, so oh. uh the home of the home of Big Mo, you know what I'm saying? Mm. If you know who Big Mo is, okay. uh yeah, the, you know, all the all the drink come from third war. If you know anything about Houston, you know all the drink come through third war. So um I'm from third war, man. Um just grew same environment, man. I'm from the I'm projects though. At least Corey grew up in the house. I'm I'm in, I'm in, I'm in public. I'm in public housing, baby. We're in public housing. <laughs> Listen though, you know, but, but your name is Jay with the NBA. So you obviously, you know, you, you I had a some, I had a hood NBA right? first. I had a hood NBA first. Got you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but before I learned what retained earnings was, I knew what re-up money was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My man. Yeah. So, yeah. I heard that. I heard I had that. that. I heard that first. <laughs> so um now nah, man just humble upbringings i ain't had my father and i think me not having my father might have been a more of a blessing because a lot of people that had their father they old man had them selling work you know what i'm saying mm. like i got partners with felonies that ain't gonna never get them felonies gone because they but they old man gave them their first piece of dope mm. you know what i'm saying mm. so it's like mm. i kind of got blessed by not having my old man because he could have negatively influenced my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, that, you know, I'm telling you, man. Uh, that's an interesting way to look at it, right? Because everybody talks about, yeah. like, you know, having your but if, you, but if your parent is a, is a POS, then sometimes it might be better not to be around that POS, you know? Um, and I know Bro. people will disagree with that for whatever reason, but I understand with your perspective. Yeah, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. um, nah, just yeah, the, hunger, the hunger grew, man, just off of that, you know, neighborhood environments, grew the hunger. Like everybody else, man, you know. Yeah, 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 we yeah, man. Y'all from Houston? It's just, just a different environment, you know. With with uh, DJ Quick say, everybody, everything just like Compton, man. Philly, Philly is just a whole. It's just different types of homes. That's all. But let me ask you a question, man. Since y'all yeah. grew up in Houston, man, um, when y'all were younger, did any of y'all ever dial two eight one three three zero? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Get Mike Jones up on the local. Mike hey. Jones. <laughs> hey, man. That, that number that number stuck on my head to this day, man. Yo, Say, that man. Boy is an excellent marketer. He's an hey. excellent marketer, bro. Yeah, He's yeah. a better marketer than a rapper, bro. Say, <laughs> man. How about that? <laughs> Say, say he. It, I wish he that that y'all podcast was out back then, cause then he would have been able to to uh stop T Mobile from finessing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> T Mobile finessed yeah, them out yeah, of his number, yeah. man. They they wouldn't let him get ownership of his number and all of that, cause they saw how hot it was. They were trying to charge him a bunch of bread for him yeah. to get ownership yeah, of that uh, number, man. Absolutely, Damn, man. And, and look, that that. That, that's a, that's a great point, right? We talk about ownership all the time and how he made that hot, and but never never controlled or owned it, man. That's that's a great yeah. point, man. Listen, I yeah. always have a reverence for Houston because um, coming up, I'm like uh, at least in Philly, I'm one of the biggest Brad Jordan fans there are. I love Face, oh, nice. like, Face, Mom. I, I call. I, that's my that's my uncle who I've never met, but that's my uncle nonetheless, though. But um, same yeah, man. man. So. 
How go ahead? I gotta tell you this real quick. Say, man, when I was in high school, I was working at high school in high school at Papa Seafood, and Face walked in, and I said, I got a rap for him, man. I got a rap for him. When I see my opening, I got the rap for him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and I built I built up the courage and it should encourage you, man, because he was like mad and he, he was like mad, he was mad receptive and encouraging to me. You know what I'm saying? So he was like who you would think he would be, you know what I mean? In, in real life, dog. Mm-hmm. I still remember I was like 15 or something rapping for face. I ain't got no no interest in story. But I did used to talk to one of his old chicks that he used to talk to. I used to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the closest I got to her. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, yeah. Dying, man. Listen, how'd you two guys connect, right? Because you, you're two from different parts of Houston. How'd you guys end up connecting? So man. I came to uh, South Park. Um, my mama got us at the bricks. Um, so... I came to South Park. I thought I upgraded. I thought I upgraded to come to Corey Hood because I was like, <laughs> we got a house now. Didn't know the MLK Boulevard was just as bad. It's just they spread out now. They not all confined in one housing building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just as bad. So I, I ended up moving to South Park or whatever. And I met Corey. Um, I actually met Corey at church. Um, okay. I was listening to, I'll never, I tell this story all the time. Corey, Corey rap changed my life, bro. Cause I was listening to Trap or Die going to church every day, man. Like I was hard on that rap, man. I, I was on Jeezy, even going to church, I'm listening to Trap or Die. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I love it. Shout out to Philly too, man. I love Beans. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Cassidy. Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mm-hmm. listen to Philly, Philly real tough too. My homeboy Diggs is in Philly. Uh, my, oh, my old military buddy, okay. he from Philly. He from, or he say he from up top. You know what I'm saying? He call it up top. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, 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 I got love for them. But, but that's how I met uh Corey. I met him at church where he was he was already into rapping. And uh, mm-hmm. and when I was getting out the service, and I had joined, end up joining the same church Corey was at. And I met Corey the day he was performing at the church. I was like, damn. Rapping like that, you know what I'm saying? So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, maybe okay. I could put the trap of, I could put the trap of die down. No, I, I can listen to some regular music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least on Sunday. At least on Sunday. At least on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where did the idea for Literacy Kings come up? How'd you guys come up with that idea? So, okay, so, all right, so I started rapping back <clears throat> when I was like 12 or whatever, and um, I kept rapping or whatever, and then you know, um, God grace, I started popping a little bit, you know, in the city and stuff. So I put out some projects. We was touring, you know what I mean? So um, then I met Jay and I told, you know, I'm telling, told Jay like, hey, man, I, I, I think I got to pay taxes or something on this show money or something. <laughs> <dog."> like, <laughs> like, they sending me W9s and you know what I mean? Like, what, the, what this 1099 mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on, you know? And so, uh, so Jay, so like Jay was like he already was 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 up on game, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay was always like even when he was hustling, he had a system to his hustling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you feel me? So when I came to Jay, he was like uh basically teaching me about business. Like all right, bro, this how you got to, you know what I'm saying? This how you got to bust it down, right? And so so fast forward from there, um he started 
you know, saying, oh, you know, check out this book, check out that book. You feel me? And I started reading. And then, bro, we would have these long conversations over the phone. You know what I'm saying? As years develop, these long conversations over the phone about business and books and chopping it up and relating it to us and asking questions and all of that or whatever. And two different sides. Jay is like, we kind of like Buffett and, and Munger. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay is like the heat of bricks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he the brick and mortar. You know what I'm talking about? He the he the facts, he the foundation, and I'm more into like the online, the the you know trends, future spotting, and all of that. So we brought that together, and it, it we basically realized like, bro, if we didn't have each other to bust down the stuff that we find in these books, we wouldn't really ha have the true value of them because I I didn't understand what they were saying. I can read the book, but I didn't really understand it, though, to 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 me. And so I'm like, dog, I wonder how many other people are having the same issue where they trying to read the books, but they not written in a way that relates to them. You know, maybe we can take these private conversations and make them public. And I had yeah, and, and I was the opposite. Point. <clears throat> I was the opposite. I had the information and I had it in my head and I could break it down, but I had nobody to talk to. And like I was the opposite, and so when we link, it's like jailed. It like jailed perfectly, cause I let Corey. I he was a rapper, and I ain't you know I'm not you know I'm more of a CEO type. You know I ain't gonna be dancing all in the videos and all. I ain't gonna be doing all that. You know what I'm saying? I don't be in the back trying to yeah. get the back end of the show money. You know what I'm saying? But Corey is more like I heard up front, and he like now nah, Jay, what you your knowledge? You need to get that to the masses. Like you need to get that to the people. And I'm just like, I so I, I just like trust his vision, and then we gel together to form Literacy King. Mm -hmm. Jay, let me ask you a question though, um, because you know, obviously Jay with the NBA, so you have your NBA? Yes, sir. I have my NBA. Um, uh, right. I have an executive. Where'd you go NBA. to get? Where'd you get your NBA from? I went okay, to for what school. TWU in uh, in Houston. It's actually Texas Women's okay. University. Right. And I and, and people mm -hmm. ask me, why you why you go to Texas Women University? Because they was giving out scholarships mm -hmm. for, for males. So I finessed them out of a scholarship <laughs> to go. They open his mouth. I guarantee it's a hook. Just wait for the hook. Anything he do is going to be calculated. Dog. So they gave me a minority scholarship <laughs> for males, bro. They was trying to get males to go through that. But actually, it was a great That's program. Fine. It was better than I thought. I joined it for the for the scholarship money because I was getting money from the government already, and I was trying to flip that money, and I didn't want to spend it on actual school. So I found a way to get some more That's money fine. from <laughs> Anybody I talk to that has a background that comes to the street and ends up like with the NBA, um, you know, just having conversations offline. A lot of times they draw the parallels between what they learn in the street oh, and what yeah. they learned in the classroom <laughs> about like, you know, the executive. So how was that for you? Like um, as someone who comes from the mud, but you then you get an MBA and you see like some of the, the, the lessons and things they teaching. What was that parallel like for you? Um, A lot of the classes, bro, I end up running the class in my MBA program. Like my professors, they would like pull me to the side. And they was like, this is how, you know, because I don't have an undergrad in business. My undergrad is in psychology. But okay, my professors, they would pull me to the side. I was like, how do you know all of this stuff about business? And you don't have an undergrad in business school. Like, did you go to business school? I'm like, 
Yeah, I went to business school, but it wasn't it wasn't in college. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I went to I went to, I learned I knew about business before, way before then. I knew about how to take out competition and the forces of competition and all yeah, I, oh I knew you been you I just didn't know from that. Reports and all that. Yeah. yeah, I was giving swap reports way back when. Like lingo. Yeah, man, and I just had you exactly right. I just, I knew re up money. I didn't know retain earnings. That's exactly what I did. So yeah, yep. um, just running parallel, man, man with the streets, man. It's such an advantage, you know, it's bro. Crazy I tell anybody. No, absolutely, because you know what? Like just being a practitioner in general, right? So, um, my master's degree is in real estate, but by the time okay. I went to get my master's degree in real estate, I was already in the streets making deals and doing things. So then, when I got to the classroom. A lot of folks were coming like, you know, straight from undergrad and had no experience in doing a right. deal or understanding right. what they were talking about. They're just going strictly textbook. And I'm like, yo, it don't work that in the real world. Like, right. you know, I mean, you got Bob. So, you know, um, never discount experience, no matter where the experience come from. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, but right. um, CP, getting back to something you said that I just want to um, I want to get you guys to talk a little bit deeper about about your whole strategy with having these conversations, talking about these books. Right. Because right. listening to. Your podcast, and as someone who loves books, I wish there was a podcast like this when I was younger. And I say that because um, I learned to love reading, but it came a little bit later in life because a lot of times when I was in school, you were forced to read. You were just forced to read certain stuff. Right. And you had no idea that all these books were out there with different interests. Right. It's like, you know, you're forced to read Shakespeare and, you know, until you get a professor that can break down Shakespeare and speak like to us culturally. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen professors who are at these days who are good. Yeah. But that don't mean nothing to me. Like, where are thou? Like, I'm not trying to hear that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless someone can break it down for me in a way, unless someone could break it down for me in a way that's like, you know, related to me culturally. So I know you got something to say about that, uh, you know, Corey. Yeah, yeah, bro. Man. I, I got a lot to say about that. You know what I'm well, saying? Me, me too, because in high school, the one of the reasons why I, I always you know, I passed, I passed all my classes, but I'm, I'm more like Jay with the NBA. Like I'm street. So when you talking about where art thou and all, I'm like, like, what is, what's the point of this? Like, what is he really trying to say? Like, all right, what is he trying to get at? You know what I mean? Like, can you put this in a way where the average black person, the average mm -hmm. kid can mm -hmm. understand this? Like, I'm 16 years old. I understood exactly what was being said, but I had to I had to make my teachers explain it mm -hmm. like in, in regular words. Like, stop telling me all this old ass English. Nobody's ever going to use these words again. These words is not getting dug up from the grave. What the hell is he talking about for real, for real? Like, mm -hmm. use regular words that we use today. Put If you can't, I always say, if you can't teach it in plain English, then mm -hmm. you really shouldn't be teaching it. Mm -hmm. That's real. And, yeah. And, and yeah. so, you know, as a teacher now, that's why we teach the way we do. You know what I mean? Because me, me and Jim started yeah. similar to how y'all started with conversations. Man, we was having long, drawn out, deep ass <laughs> conversations. And we was mm -hmm. like, we got to get mm -hmm. used to the streets. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thanks. No doubt. Yeah, I, that's yeah. part of the reason. That's part yeah, of the reason so why I'm an actual teacher now, bro. I ain't mean to cut you off, but that's part of the reason why I stay in Man, education. Like I got real estate. I mean, I got. I mean, I got titles. I got titles. I got to go through now. I got real estate. I got other assets. But the reason why I stay in teaching, bro, 
is for that reason that you just said because it's some more kids that's just like us that need them to be giving it to them in a real way that they understand bro so what you're saying is mm -hmm. the per my purpose for still being a teacher bro no doubt that's dope though because it, to me like all right so there's a great book called um you know um why it's about finding your why i think a guy's name simon simic whatever his name is but <clears throat> it sounds like you found your why Right. Yeah. So outside of money and all that kind of things, you you've kind of like figured out your why, which is to, you know, the, ne the next up and coming kid that was like you to kind of give mm -hmm. it to them in a way they can understand. Pause. But um, CP, um, yes, sir. what were you getting ready to say about that topic in terms of uh, relating the material to someone, you know, from a cultural standpoint? Right. So, you know, we have a certain way we talk and jargon, certain way we understand what's going on. And when you give a kid a Shakespeare book, I, I'm not not to pick on Shakespeare, but to pick on Shakespeare, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying because there's, mm -hmm. there's a number of books I can name like that, but that's just what comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen, but I, again, I've seen teachers like in the current um climate, not before, able to break that down and relate it to like, yo, that's just similar to blah blah blah, but that's similar to this. Like, yeah. you know, what do you think about just assigning kids books and saying, hey, go read this? Yeah, I think it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? I think it's terrible. You feel me? I, I feel like it's dated. You know what I mean? Me and Jay, hey, me and Jay, I always talking about like, say, man, you got to evolve or die. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if, if you, if anything that doesn't grow is dead and that, that format is dead, man, because, um, you know, when you, especially how me and Jay, how we all came up, you know, it has to be relatable. It has to matter. It has to mean something. And so Corey really hit on it real good. So the only thing I really want to add is, man, one of the biggest gaps is where you are to where you hope to be. So that's why a lot of, you know, us, when we come up, we want to be rappers. We want to, you know, play sports. You know, we, we, we want to do something that seems obtainable. You feel me? So when you talk about being a CEO or a COO or a CFO or, you know, you talk about these high level positions or ownership, it don't necessarily seem uh, obtainable. And so therefore you distance yourself from from that or it's not a play, you know, but when you break it down and you allow the information to to be attainable, like you said, like Jay said, use the example, you know, if you use. Uh, you know how to you know how to hold back some of your real money. Okay, well, bet you know business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just that right there is gonna uh, gonna get them to lean in. You feel what I'm saying? And yep. that's what you need. You just you need them to lean in. Like when we we had a program in Houston where we was working with the kids in juvie, and you know when we asked questions, we would say stuff like, "Uh, who's the richest? Lil Wayne? Uh, uh, um, P Diddy?" Uh, Ralph Lauren Polo or Mark Zuckerberg nobody picked Mark Zuckerberg you know what I'm saying because they didn't even know who that was mm -hmm. and then they all get it wrong and we say Mark Zuckerberg who's Mark Zuckerberg he created Facebook you can make money from Facebook Facebook free you feel me so now they leaning <laughs> in you feel me they leaning in and if you can get them to do that you know because that's what they need a lot of times they need a way out you feel me so that's what that's why it's so important man that, that Beowulf and Shakespeare and and and, and what's the, the lady hey, with the I was going to say Beowulf I was going to yeah. say when he was talking about high school I hated Beowulf in <laughs> English 3 and English I was like Man, I'm finna skip every day. I'm finna shoot dice in the in the bathroom. I'm not going to class. I'm not going to read about no bell wolf. I'm finna oh, shoot dice in the back gym, bro. I'm not going to listen to that. So then, so then what happened is you start you start spitting on reading. You like, man, them books I ain't because they didn't force you to try to read all this this stuff that don't yeah. matter. 
so then when we talk about you know uh the one thing we talk about uh uh rich dad poor dad we talk about the richest man in babylon you already like ah yeah man i know by books man i ain't you know and so we like now nah, we're gonna change that yeah we're gonna change that yeah that's why it's important to um to do what you do but also it's important for um people that write books you know um such as Corey and I. Corey and I have a book, uh, On Your Time and Space. Um, we wrote it in a way that you don't even need to uh, you know what I'm saying? You don't even need to do that. We wrote it for for the you know for the folks to understand. Um, but um it's it's interesting, man. It's interesting to hear your stories, like all the parallels are very interesting to me, uh, between you two guys and us two. But um let me ask you this your journey to get to where you both started to where you are now, what has been the biggest hurdle for you guys individually? It's like to, to, to get to having the literacy Kings and starting to produce the content you're producing. What has been your biggest hurdle? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, man, yeah, I take it first. I say the biggest hurdle, the biggest hurdle speaking for as literacy Kings goes is, um, I come from a background of music, you know, uh, of rapping. So being in, being in the media space and so i come from rap but in the podcast space a lot of our people don't even really they don't they may not even know about a podcast or heard mm -hmm. of a podcast so when you look at the demographics of podcast listeners you know um it's a lot of you know um 25 and up white males you know and so trying to reach you know people of color you know younger people mm -hmm. that's we know that we are we, we know and we've seen we're in a space where we having to introduce and educate our target demographic to what this is and why it's beneficial. And I know it say it's an hour long, but trust me, you know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah. we, we have to, we, we having to uh, educate the market. So I would say that's that's probably, you know, one of the, the hurdles speaking for as, you know, podcasting is. is how about concerned. you? How about you in general? How about you in general to go from the person that you were to who you are now? What's been your personal biggest hurdle? Yeah. So now me, me, me in general, I got this one lined up, bro. This one, this, this, I know this one right off the top, bro. So very long story short, man, uh, born and bred in Houston, uh, career family, you know, so before rap, I went for full time with rap. I was a firefighter. You know what I'm saying? I was a firefighter in Houston. And then, and then my, you know, rap store getting better or whatever. And I was able to focus on it more or whatever, but I had everything there. And so, uh, I always knew that's what I wanted to do, you know, but then my wife got into medical school in Kansas city, Missouri. So we had to, uh, so I had to leave the department and then leave everything I knew from Houston to go to Kansas city, you know, then in that same month, we found out she was pregnant with our first daughter, you know what I'm saying? Well, our first kid, my, my little girl. So I went from this, like, stability people you know you know people around me money you know being right all of this stuff to like all of all of a sudden kind of in this foreign land thinking like man can how i'm gonna be touring i got a little girl my wife still gotta go to school and you know i, I didn't i wasn't equipped you know to to like just okay let me shift and do this because i had done a, a couple of things for so long and so i didn't know that was the first time in my life that i was like okay i don't know what to do as a man you know what i'm saying and so mm -hmm. that's what got me reading even more i was trying to read every book i could get my hands on uh spiritual and uh business because you know when you when you're unaware of like your next move 
it's hard to be confident in any move. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You feel me? And so that was, man, that was like one of them, uh, the Bible call it one of them wilderness experiences where you just, you just don't know. You feel me? So coming, going through that, bro, that was like the hardest, you know what I'm saying? And that was what ultimately birthed the podcast, but it wasn't planned out. You know what I'm saying? For something I had dedicated my life to for so long, I feel like I, maybe it's gone now. Maybe I just go get a job now. I don't know. Um, but as you know, as we can see, you know what I'm saying? It was all God's plan and, and we here, but it, it was tough though. Oh man. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, when you were going yeah. through that, that, that phase and, and, and you don't know what, what the next move is, what was something that you read along that time that kind of helped you? Man, the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Powerful. Uh, the yeah, power yeah. of now by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. And for any listeners that haven't haven't read it, um, the the he does an amazing job. Cause so Eckhart Tolle, his family called him a bum for a long time. Like he was he was late in the game before he became quote unquote successful, you know. And so um he was getting all it, you know, he was living and getting all these experiences, but anyway. He just says that, in essence, um, the you know your mind is 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 usually a vault of memories of the past, and then you have this future that's unknown that you don't know about, and so then a lot of times we spend the present time worrying about a past we can't change and anxious about a future that we don't know about, you know, mm. and that's how you get the downward spiral. But he says your life has always been lived. In the now, nothing has ever happened or will ever happen to you that doesn't happen right now. So if you just focus now, only briefly visit the future, you know, and focus on the now, you'll start to feel uh, your energy rise. You know what I'm saying? And you can make those best moves. So that book was foundational for me, man. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope. Jay, um, in terms of your biggest hurdle, what was your biggest hurdle? Growing up, um, <clears throat> my biggest yeah. hurdle my biggest hurdle growing up was trying to get revenge on poverty. Hmm. Ooh, explain um, that one. Um, <clears throat> having a chip on your shoulder because you grew up in the projects. <clears throat> See, in Houston, uh, my projects is right down the street from the, the houses that look like Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? With the huge columns. Ah. So I'm talking about literally on the same street. If you come to Houston, you'll see what I'm saying. When, 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 uh, uh, when Corey, when you come to Houston, I'm gonna show you, bro. Um, uh, it's called Till Tillwester Street. Uh, actually, it's way Big Floyd from. We from this. Me and Big Floyd from the same hood. Uh, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. We yeah. from the same hood. Like his moral and all that. It's it's on my block. His moral is on my block. His uh, mural. I'm sorry. It's on my block. Yeah. So when you go straight down that street where his literally where his mural is on that corner store, if you take that street. You can go straight from my projects all the way to a street called North McGregor, which is where they got the huge Fresh Prince houses with the columns, huge columns. So wondering why I was born on this side of Tillwisher Street and not the other side of Tillwisher Street. And uh, that I, I just had, I had to get revenge on poverty, bro. I had to like, but then I spent a lot of my life trying to get revenge when I realized that I you cannot get revenge on poverty. Your childhood is your childhood. How you grew up, your experiences is how you grew up. And I realized then that I was hustling, but I wasn't financially astute. Hmm. 
So it's a lot of people taking penitentiary chances and doing this and doing that, like I was. But when I learned that this dollar that we hustling for is not worth anything, and when I start getting financially astute and start realizing, oh, what these are assets, these it changed my way of thinking. I'm like, I can't get in the streets no more. It now I'm wasting my freedom over a uh, depreciating currency. So it when I start educating myself, I realize, yeah, I'm changing. Let me change my whole MO. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's dope. Think and Grow Rich is by Napoleon Hill. Whew. First first book I ever read from start to finish. Hard. Matter yeah. of fact, my, my girl at the time pissed me off and I grabbed the book and I went outside and read the whole book. <laughs> Yo, I'm shot her. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to her. I give a shout out for that. Shout out to her. Yeah. If you listen, you ain't gonna get no royalties off this. If you listen, yeah. No, man, you guys made some great books, man. And thank you for sharing those personal experiences. Like, I think that's interesting. Reminds me, like, if you guys have been to LA, you go to LA. You're like in Hollywood and Bel Air and all that. You make a, you make a couple turns and you in the hood and it's like they just yeah it is yeah you know what I mean like all that, y'all this close but um yeah man it's like a, 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 a you know not to no pun intended but it's like a tale of two cities but you like right there but um so let's talk about some books though right you you guys both gave amazing books though but let's 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 come with a couple more I want to know like you know you guys are the literacy kings you do break down um you know literature in a way that 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 you know our folks can understand. So just give me a couple of your favorite books. Um, and we're going to start with you, CP. Give me a couple of your favorite books that you think everybody should read. For sure, for sure. So um, you just get started. So Layup, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's um uh, Carl Malone layup. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a layup. You want to read Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki? Um, he grew up with a rich dad. He called it his rich dad, which was an entrepreneur. It was actually his his partner, um, dad, and his biological father was just a worker. You know what I'm saying? And so that's his poor dad. And uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, he basically he walks you through understanding how to uh, utilize your 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 fight grow your financial iq is what he calls it you know what i'm saying grow your financial mm -hmm. iq so you can see things that other people can't see you know you can see that money is illusion you can see that you can in, you can invent money legally you can you know um he you know you go from that he even helps you understand how you can util, utilize your job you know what i'm saying to work for your benefit and then eventually how you can you know grow your business and stuff so uh rich dad poor dad fire um uh, I mentioned Richest Man in Babylon. That's that's the ABCs of money. Richest Man in Babylon is the ABCs. He talk about George, paying yourself first. George Classen. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yes, talk, about, talk about that. Um, so and so another and so here's the thing that go with it. So I mentioned um like the power now, you know what I'm saying? There's a book, but it's another um, you know, it's a it's a the spiritual aspect of it, I feel is as powerful as well you know what i'm saying so uh you have other books like uh the naked now and it's a book that's basically uh he's talking about how we think that we are humans trying to become more spiritual but we really spirits trying to um trying to uh operate in the human form you know what i'm saying and so it, okay. it, it, it it's a book that helps you elevate your mind because that's 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 a big battle for us. You know what I'm saying? Coming from mm -hmm. when you broke, thinking about building generational wealth, you know, it's it's in the mind. You know what I'm saying? That's a big thing. And then uh, memoirs. I'm real big on memoirs, biographies and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, you got some fire ones like um, 
oh, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? How he, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a, that's another yeah. one that's that fire. And it's yeah, Shoe Dog. That's business in there. You know what I'm saying? Like that boy should have been quit. You know, <laughs> he should have. Yeah, been yeah, quit. yeah. It's, it's interesting to see where Nike is now, the way we know Nike. But when you read that story, you see his struggles in the beginning. You're like, you know, it's just interesting to see how you know. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah. What's some so, of your other favorite bios? What other bios you like? Uh, I love the shoe dog. Um, Steve Jobs, the Steve Jobs bio. Um, is just fire. Walter, I just yeah, the, that was Walter a Isaac joint. Yeah, yeah, that went the Steve Jobs one is fire. Um, um, what else? What else? So another one. Oh, um, the joint. I forget the name. It's uh the the creator of Dominoes. The founder of Dominoes has a bio. It's called Tiger Man. The Tiger. I can't remember the name yeah, of it. Yeah, I've never heard one. I gotta check yeah. that out. Yeah, that boy, that boy went through it because when Domino's first started, Pizza Hut was king. So they had a few little handful of restaurants, and Pizza Hut was the was the big players on the map. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And them boys came from the back of the pack. You know, with that uh, with that focus, he he had that meeting with Ray Kroc from McDonald's mm -hmm. and it turned that boy up. You know what I'm saying? And he go through a lot of his struggles, and he was a uh, he was um um. He grew up in like a, a, a one of the, the Catholic orphanage joints the, and eventually okay. became a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's called uh, the Tiger I Man. You, I, I never read that one. I never read that one. I got to yeah. check that out. That sounds, that yeah. sounds good. I love bios. I love bios too. Um, Jay, before yeah. we get to your uh, list, before we get to your list, do you guys read anything that's like, you know, fiction? Do you do any um fiction reading or just all nonfiction? I, I haven't. That's one area of my thing. I, I haven't had time to, bro. I'm gonna be honest okay. with you. I respect that. Um, I would like to. I would need like guidance when it comes to getting more into uh fiction. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. I need some good recommendations. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was just, I was just wondering because I, I, like I said, I listen to your show. I hear some of your recommendations, and a lot of it, you know, um, you know, are, are nonfiction books and you know, um, spiritual or business and things of that nature. I was just wondering whether yeah. you have the, like, you know, I already know how you feel about Beowulf, so you know, I'm gonna leave that alone, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying but yeah, with Jay, yeah, but I, but I, but Yo. I, would, I respect the story circle, so I'm down with fiction. You know what I mean? Because it's uh the joint. What's the what's uh the power of myth by Joseph Campbell? Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all yeah. heard of that, but that joint. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I respect the story circle and all that. I was like Jay, I just. I ain't grow reading nothing. So then I stay I, when I start reading, it was like, hey, give me, I need, I need something I can make shake, baby. You know what I'm saying? But now I get to a point where I would be open to fiction too. You know what's funny though, because there, there's one book that you know um that was given to a lot of people in school. Um, but if you read it as an adult, it has a whole different meaning, and that's animal farm, right? Uh, so by, yeah. by I heard of animal farm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Animal Farm by George Orwell. Like what it meant to me when I was younger, and it was like you know given to me in school versus reading it now as an adult. I just read it again last year, and I'm like, this is actually pretty dope. But yeah. but you have a different understanding as an adult, right? So you know it just goes to show that teachers weren't teaching it right. But anyway, let's get the Jay's <laughs> list, man. Um, yeah. give us some uh, of your favorites. Some of your favorite uh books. Well, <clears throat> anything anything purple and black. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, that's all Robert Kiyosaki books, right? So my can... favorite, my favorite is Cash Flow Quadrant. That's my personal yeah, favorite. Uh, you see that anything purple and black over there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You even got the new one, uh, Fake yeah. Money. Yeah, anything purple and black. I probably didn't read it. I didn't dissected it already. So, um. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Black Wall Street. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're gonna come with it with this one. Trust me. 
<laughs> Stay Tuned um, by uh, Hannibal Johnson, Black Wall Street, uh, From Riot to Renaissance, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about the Greenwood District. Yeah, it's fire, bro. Um, we coming with that one. That, mm-hmm. That's the next season. Um, let me show you Jordan, Jordan Pittman and Rodman real quick. Hold on. Let me <laughs> Jordan Pippen and Rodman. Yeah, Claude Anderson, baby. Jordan Pippen and Rodman. Uh, you're gonna start with the powernomics. You know, everybody oh, oh, know that. Oh, yeah, powernomics. Yeah, that's Jordan right there. Mm-hmm. Then we got Pippen right here, black labor, white wealth, Claude Anderson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then we got Rodman, dirty little secrets about black history and heroes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Jordan Pippen and Rodman right there in '98. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like that. Um, I, 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 I like that analogy. Yeah. Um, I got this book right here that I, I, I'm diving into it. Banker mm-hmm. to the poor. Corey put me on this one. Mm-hmm. It's about yeah. micro lending, okay. right? Yep. Um, and how this guy changed yep. in India, this whole right? environment in India. Yep. Yeah, man. So, um, in the future, in a few in a few years, I'm gonna open a, a lending institute institution. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm gonna. Uh, model myself behind this formula. So what I'm doing now is studying um, other lending institutions, right? Um, I take my mail and I reverse engineer my mail. And what I do is anybody that wants to give me a loan, I read their contracts and I read their contingencies and all of that. And I'm a reverse engineer and I'm going to build my lending company the opposite of theirs. Hmm. So I'm going to use this for micro lending. Um, it's very powerful. From the little that I read, I haven't finished it, but from the little that I have read, it's like oh no, that's a, yeah. that's a powerful book. That's definitely a powerful book. Yeah. And, so um, anyone who like watches our platform knows that uh, Powernomics is a big inspiration um for for me and in, in our entire platform. Like that book, and I know it's very cliche, and I've said it on a, damn every podcast, but it literally changed my life. Like so, hmm. shout out to Dr. Claude Anderson. Um, have either yeah. you guys read Black Fortunes? I got it. They got it. Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jay, I got it over here. It's over okay. here in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Jay, yeah. yeah, I haven't read it. Yet, right, I'm just making sure because I bet. Yeah, that that book that book is another must read. Um, that's a must read. Black Fortunes is another must read, man. You know, man, you gave some powerful it. stuff right there, man. I like the Robin Pippin and Jordan now. Yeah, Jordan too, uh, Robin, you know, man. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. I got oh some man, so stuff, man, I got some. I got some more stuff. I got uh, I got some books about Meyer Lansky and how Meyer Lansky changed, like his thought process in the mob, uh, Honor Rothstein, mm-hmm. the big bank role by Honor Rothstein. Like, just think how he thought. And, you know, that guy was a wizard with the numbers. So anybody that I think yeah. was, a wizard, was a wizard with the numbers, bro, I try to study him. You know what I'm saying? Jay, yeah, don't be stingy, well, bro. Listen, don't. Take a- don't. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't water it down. You got if you're gonna talk about the Myelinski, you gotta give him the foundation, the profit. You gotta give him the profit. The book you uh, got over there. Which one? Which one? The uh what's the name of the book you got with Meech? Oh, uh BMF. <laughs> yeah. BMF joint. I mean, hey, these two books are, are real too. This the uh the, the BMF joint with Meech. Um well um this is a documentary that she put as soon as he got jammed up, they, they put out the documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. this account story, this robot Escobar's accountant, Pablo Escobar's uh, accountant. <laughs> I've never seen that hey, one. Yeah, hey, it's boy, it's the truth. <laughs> I'm telling you, anybody that's wizards with the numbers, bro, I try to like study them and see, you know, 
Like no, they form. No, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot. You, it's a lot you can learn from that, right? So, but the funny thing is, like, that's one of the reasons I asked about, like, um, this about the, fiction books, right? Because the Big Bank Road, Bank on Road, a, on a yeah. I gotta yeah, get down with. That. I haven't read that one. But one yeah, of the reasons I brought up fiction, right? Because, like, as someone who's in business, right, and you try to, and, and you guys are creatives, you guys have your your brand, and you're building it out, and which is amazing. Um, but one of the things you can learn a lot from fiction is like in terms of creativity, right? So, right. everybody knows how to color in the lines. You can get the the, the books that will tell you, okay, this is the law, this is that law. But just in terms of your thought process. Right. So sometimes when building business is about like expanding your mind and, 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 and thinking. And that happens a lot when you read fiction because you say, well, how the hell did they come up with this? Right. You know, it expands your mind. Reading in general, which is why reading is so powerful. Right. You know, um, the cliche is uh, leaders are readers. And if you mm -hmm. look at any study of successful people, CEOs, investors or whatever, they're huge readers. And it's a reason for that. There's mm -hmm. definitely True. a reason for that. Hey, mm -hmm. bro, yeah, man, listen. And to to drive your point home, I legit remember um I I remember writing, you know what I'm saying? Like like writing as a as a as a rapper early on. And as I was writing and the creativity is going, I started to understand things about myself that I didn't know. You feel me? Like I would write mm -hmm. it and then kind of sit back and look at it like. Oh man, I didn't I didn't know I really felt that way. I thought that way. So I'm just saying, like to your point, when you read whether you read nor writing and your mind is going to a place, you know what I'm saying, creatively, you know, it starts to open up your you know, it starts to open up, you know, um the vision, you know what I'm saying, that you can have about whatever your future may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I uh, mean, the thing about it is I, I guess as, as a rapper, right? Um it, it can't do nothing but help you as an MC to be a reader, right? It can't do anything but help you Thanks. if you read because that experience, you know, you know what Thanks. I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to help you with everything, bro, especially like you said, leaders or readers. You listen to people and that you listen to, you know, the CEOs of businesses, of big business, Bill Gates. They'll ask him, well, how did you do this? Or what happened with that? I just, I got a book and I read it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I uh, the yeah. the 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 founder of Whole Foods. You know, he he don't have no uh degree. He's like, well, how did you do it? He's like, I just read books. You know, and then did what was in them. So it sounds too easy yes. to be true, but it really is. We doing it. We do. You know what I mean? We all on on here right now. That's what we doing. Reading books and then we putting it out there. When you uh, I'm to go back to what man, you said. It's amazing how much information is in there. But go ahead, Jay. What you say, Jay? I was just like to go back to what you said, bro. That's the main reason I read all the time. I read something every day because of what you said. It's a mental exercise. It's like lifting weights for your brain. So, yeah. like, I'll get a business idea and I'm reading about something else. Like, it's mm -hmm. not necessarily. I might be reading mm -hmm. about Kobe or reading about somebody, and then I'll get a business idea. I'm like. Yo, I need to use that, but it's not because I'm reading about business, it's because my mind is working, yeah, because I'm reading something else. It's already exercising my mind, already on the treadmill, baby. So when I get this idea, it is sparked from that. So I try to read everywhere, and my I try to get my sons to get like get their love for reading up too, so they can get their thoughts just generating, so you can pump out them thoughts. So I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a powerful uh, statement right there, man. Um, and it's amazing how much information is in books that you just don't get every day, like everywhere. I'm reading a book currently. It's called Rat Fucked. That's the name of the mm. book. It's by uh, David Daly. 
And the book is about um, how in politics, um, how they change, they, re they do a lot of redistricting. So mm -hmm. they can have control over different areas without necessarily having the votes, but it's how they cut the lines and how it's happening in modern times right in front of us. And most of us don't know about it. Mm. And, you know, that's as they what? read it and they break, and they start breaking down the facts and you say, oh, that's why that happened. Or that's why that happened. Like, and these things are happening right in front of my eyes, but I had no idea until I was able to like read this book and someone, you know, put it all together. And ex explain um, certain things and give you, uh, you know, certain facts to back up their explanation. But reading is just powerful overall, man, which is why, you know, I definitely wanted to highlight you guys platform because, you know, you guys talk about books, but you talk about them in a way that the average person can relate. And I'm, I'm hoping that you guys have a lot of success. Right. So um, I, I was a part of a podcast called The Listening. Right. So we and the idea between that podcast where we were just going to do audio books, anything that was on audio, we we're going to talk about it. Right. Um, mm. and, and we did an episode, our episode we did was the Bobby Brown bio, right? And mm -hmm. I know that has nothing to do with business or anything, but it, it was just an interesting experience to hear. So one of the reasons I want to talk to you is to hear someone who reads books to get their perspective on it, right? Cause me and Jay can read the same book and Jay will come away and be like, yo, you know, he said X, Y, Z or said to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, I took this from it. And that's another powerful thing about books. Do you guys ever find yourselves like reading the same book? And when you guys go to talk about it, you, you're bringing different things from that book. That's the that's the reason why I won't record individually without Corey, because sometimes to speed up our process, I, I recommend I'm like, bro, I can just go in the lab, get mine in real quick. You know, I'm some rapper type stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to relate this to rap. I'm like, man, let me just lay my verse, bro. You know what I'm saying? Then we mix it later. You know what I'm saying? It's good. <laughs> but I can't do that. And the reason why I can't do that is because of his opinion. For instance, anytime I get sparked up, I'm calling Corey, right? So um, I was reading about the um, the Gold Reserve Act of 1934 just yesterday, oh, right? And I had found in there, I was like, yo, this our next episode, fam. You know what I'm saying? And like, I get juiced up, but when, Corey, when I hit the Corey line and Corey give me another perspective, it just juiced me up some more. And now I got to, okay, now I need to, because Corey give me the perspective of the common man. And sometimes he'd be like, Jay, only you understand stuff the way you understand stuff. So when I talk to Corey, it's like, I need to bust it down for Corey. And if I can bust it down for Corey, then I can bust it down for anybody. You Fact. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. Fact. So I, I'll, I'll never, Great. I'll never not do nothing without him because he gives me that other um, aspect of things. And you should look at it like this, or these are the questions that the person that's listening to you going to have, Jay. So mm -hmm. do it like that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, I can't, that's why in our creative process is a lot of times I could record by myself, but it's like, it won't be the same because yeah, yeah. You, you need him. You need our energies bouncing off of each other. And we're like, we're, Two completely different people, so you would need them in the same room together, sharpening each other. And Corey made me better, bro. He's like I turn up around Corey because it's like, you know, what I'm saying that's why y'all get all that crazy stuff because I be in the, in the room. <laughs> I, be, I be turning them up before we hit record. I be gassing him up. <laughs> but see, and, and, and listen, um, that perspective coming together is 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 everything, dog. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it. it you know, I would I know, and I, this is good for your point. Like, 
I remember talking to Jay about Amazon. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. And he like, yeah. And but you know, you also need to invest in Walmart. I'm like, Walmart? What you know, like, what you mean? This was years ago. He oh, yeah, like, bro, <laughs> he like, bro, if you it's a number one, but it got to be a number two. You know what I'm saying? So don't 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 start don't start getting so absurd absorbed by number one that you forget about the number two. You know what I'm saying? And the plays that's being made by number two on a foundational level. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you know what I'm saying? This was like two years ago, bro. Walmart stocked and probably tripled since then, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you feel me? So I'm like, man, this boy I'm crazy. trying to tell this man about, I'm trying to tell him about second movers advantage and stuff that I learned in NBA school. I'm like, bro, you tripping. I know you love yeah. Tesla, but look at who next. <laughs> I know you love yeah. Walmart, but look at like I'm trying to give him the game, mm-hmm. and it's like it's crazy because we like completely opposite, but we mm-hmm. like the same at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got you. That, and I think that's what people are seeing in our podcast. They're seeing two different guys that like that. The only thing that's different of us is our personalities are different. Like we had the same environment growing up, but it's just like our paths were different, and then we came back. Yeah. But how we gotcha. look at stuff is different, but we need each other though to mm-hmm. bounce off of just like you and your you and Corey might need each other like to just bounce off of bro. It's just iron sharpens yeah. iron all day long. Teamwork, man. Teamwork is amazing, man. Yeah. And 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 what you just said is, is very powerful, man, about like you know how getting that perspective and if I, I I have to be able to get it through to him if I'm getting it through to our audience, right? So right. I, I think exactly. that's very important. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, I think like, that's very important, man. Yeah, like, because when you get it to people like any any uh you hear it over and over again, like uh Bill Gates was even talking about like when he first came out with that when they came out with, with their uh software and stuff, he was like, We weren't the best, you know what I'm saying? Like we were it wasn't that we yeah. were the best, is that we marketed better, you know, we got it to the people better, we knew how to play that part of the game. So that's like you have to really respect both sides of so the play is like, you know, it don't matter how dope it is if you can't get it out there and if it's not being receptive, you know, so it's a mm-hmm. perfect uh, blend. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Um, um, so you got any questions for the uh, good brothers, man? I know you had to pop. Yeah, man, that energy crazy, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm on the teaching side. So I, I, I feel that energy because like when me and Jim talk, I always talk about teaching it like we teaching it like a kindergartner. Man. You know what I mean? Like, we 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 talk it talking like we talking to the people to our folks because that's who we talking it for. Like other people might receive it, but that ain't who it's for. So if you receive it and it ain't for you, good for you. But mm-hmm. that ain't that's not what we really setting out to do. We really setting it out to be received by our folks in a way that they can go ahead and use it. So you know what I mean. I know that energy because that's the energy that we you know what I mean that we rock with. You know what I mean. Like and, and everything is done organically like if it can't be done organically it can't be done hmm. right and so that's you know we we have that kind of organic energy too like i'm a behind the scenes dude too like mm-hmm. to be honest like i had to be talked into doing podcasts and stuff like this bro real shit like because I, I don't want to be famous i just want you can keep that you can keep the fame give me all the money though hey, you, hey, hey. The let me tell you like, let me tell you a funny story let me tell you, you a funny story Corey. Hey, Corey, hey, my my hey, CP had texted me. He was like, hey, bro, we got an interview. 
with by the with by the uh by the hood, right? And I was like, oh yeah, you know, because he had been told me about y'all, right? So uh-huh. he was like, we got an interview at three thirty, and then what you say, CP? You asked me uh how like have you ever been interviewed? Say, have before? you ever had, have you ever had <laughs> an interview before? And get what I tell him. I say, do uh do police interrogations count? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never been on no interview for no podcast, you know. So that's why I was asking them. I'm like, hey, if, if police interrogations count, then hey, you know, I've been in, I've been interviewed before. Yo, he dead serious, like y'all gonna put it in the intro too. Oh, yo, that's gangster. Yo, that's that's, that's gangster. I'm glad. I'm glad we were the first, man. I feel. I feel. I feel. I feel extra honored now that we were the first, man. Because now, 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 now you have experience. You got. You know. You got your foot wet, and and you got to get your bars off, and 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 nobody was there to take haul you off if you said the wrong shit. Because I be, I be, bro. I be holding back on the pocket. I'm like, man, I don't want to be too. Too no, but you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Nah, man, you gotta be you, though, man. You gotta turn out. You gotta turn up and turn out, man. Like if Listen, you ever man, go to my Facebook brother, page, man, if you go to my Facebook page, I be turning up. I be turning the fuck out. Jim, Jim will tell you he get calls about my Facebook page all the time. So my shit turned out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People be calling me. What's wrong with you, man? But you know what? A point I was gonna make about you, man, is it's, it's like a, a friend of mine, um, good friend of David Williams, good brother, who's been on our show before. He's a marketing professional, and one of the things that yep. he taught me was. You have to be authentically you because even if someone doesn't like, so you, you'll you'll rub a lot of people the wrong way, but they wasn't gonna mess with you anyway. So mm-hmm. all you're doing is you're getting you're, you're getting to the people that will mess with you, right? So mm. by being authentic, right? There's no fraud, no lines. You don't have to remember. You don't have to remember nothing. No BS. Right. And you're getting to the. So we already understand that when we put our podcast out and we talk our talk the way that we do, some people won't agree with it. I mean, some of the right. inboxes I get on, um. On IG are just I, absolutely insane. I, I wish I could post them all, but I get so many craziness. Like I got one. I got one. Um, last week, and dude was telling me I need to stop talking about black wealth because that's racist. I'm like, what are you out. talking about? Like, cut it out. I'm like, I ain't. This ain't for you. I'm talking to my people. Like, this ain't even yeah. for you. So, the, the, but this is the kind of this is the kind of like you know. So my point is, I'm like, well, foh. Like, you ain't for me. Like, I'm I'm speaking to a specific audience, right? And I say that to you guys because I think that. What, what attracted me to your product and your um your, your podcast is because it's authentic. So never change that, man. And you know, I didn't I, I didn't have any idea you was holding back because I'm like, this is already hilarious and great content. You know, now I find out you holding back. You gotta you gotta be yourself, man. You gotta let it all loose, man. I mean, because you gotta turn up. Want. They want the authentic. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, shout out, hey, shout out to my homie in Philly. Matter of fact, uh, my homie uh Jeremiah. I just sent homie some books. Okay. The ni- the 19-year-old Corey, the one that hit us in the mm, inbox, mm, saying he love our show and whatever. Yeah, homie from Philly. That's what, yeah, Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's yeah, what's yeah. yeah. He, homie from Philly, man. So he hit us up. Young, You would say young bull. Y'all call him young bull. The young bull out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, young boy. Yeah, young, young boy. boy out there. You know, I sent him I sent him to John. You know, I sent him to John. Okay. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, my homie, my homie Diggs from Philly, he'll be proud of me. We got a John from Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah I sent him a John up there, you know. <laughs> you right with me. Yeah, you right with me. Man. I don't care what nobody say. You right with me, 
man. Listen, uh, what's the future for Literacy Kings? What do you guys what do you guys see your future? What are some of the things that you want to work on that you you know plan to work on? Yeah, bro. So our our long-term vision mission that our kids might carry on is we want every kid from every uh low-income neighborhood. Uh, in America, starting with Houston, to have read a financial book by the time they graduate high school. You know what I'm saying? That's that's our long-term goal, that you've read at least one financial book before you graduate high school, you know? And so that's our mission that's going to keep us busy for a long time, you know? Um, but on the shorter side of that, um, we'll take, what we're going to do, man, is we're going to keep uh, breaking down these uh, financial books each season. Then what we're gonna do after this, and this is a little bit, this little bit of the game that that me and Jay put together, we're gonna take the 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 seasons, and we're gonna basically turn them into audio books. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna turn the seasons into audio books. You know, and uh, you know, merge that with a little music and stuff to kind of create an audio experience, and you know, not just like Ooh. it's just read like one by one. It's gonna be more of an audio experience from from each book, and then um. And then I'm like I say I'm moving back to Houston, so we set we setting up the uh the podcast studio, you know. So we're gonna start having it to where it's it's um video and audio uh that we put not uh, pretty heavy, you know, other than the Zoom and um and then um on top of all of that, man, um me and Jay are slowly, you know, over time gonna be working on uh, a book so we can join we can join y'all, man. We 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 come together and put out a book that we've crafted together as well. So yeah, man, that's 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 that's, that's the focus. And I already told you that's I'm fine, a, man. That's- as far as me, I'm really serious about starting this lending institution, man, for our mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh in whatever way, you know, God bless it to where I can get it out. But yeah, I'm gonna start a lending institution. Um, also we got some other people who voice and need to be heard too. So, um, we just looking at, you know, dupl- duplicating what we do to get them a voice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to start the That's literacy King network, the podcast network, you know what I'm saying? Um, and tell the story, tell the stories of, of, of our people, you know, um, you know, that, that came up and that they got a voice or whatever uh, to get that, get out there as well. So just try to get the get the system down and keep reduplicating it. Man, that's dope. That's 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 all amazing stuff, man. That's one part. We got to get we got to get you guys a copy of this book right here on space. Please do. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt. We got to get you a copy of that. So we need y'all to break that down on y'all show, man. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get y'all a copy of that, man. Um, no. Yeah, man. Listen, listen, man. Um, you guys are doing amazing work. So uh, first off, I just want to thank you for your time. First of all, because you know, um, you know, as we said, own your time and space. We know the value of your time. So, I want to say thank you for your time, and also just to um tell you guys, man, to keep it up, man. And, and Jay, keep being yourself, man. Um, CP, keep <laughs> doing your thing because uh, what you guys are doing is is very important, and you're going to bring people to reading, right? And it doesn't matter how many, right? If you bring if you bring a couple people to reading, you guys have already done your job because reading expands your horizons. It makes you a more well-rounded person, but it also just makes you think. And the work that you guys are doing, you're going to create a lot of readers. And I think that's very important, man. What you guys are doing is revolutionary. So I want to say man. thank you and congratulations to you guys. Thank you, bro. And, and we want to say thank you, man. We want to say thank you because um, you are carving a space. You have carved a space in this uh black financial literacy podcast mm-hmm. space however they want to call it you are carving a space and going ahead because 
we didn't we didn't listen to podcasts really like that you know and so once i started li- looking for them i would find like stuff from wondery or you know uh <laughs> what's his name yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know you find that kind of stuff but then you i'm looking i'm looking for some people that look like us talking like us i come across you so when i see that when we me and jay see that that turn us up you know what yeah, i'm saying okay, no doubt okay, let me yeah. go to the so you feel me because we we starting from the ground, you know what I mean. So the dedication, the consistency, yeah. you be having me rolling with the IG, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, the ladies R and B, say man, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's my that's my thing, man. That's my thing. That's my thing, man. Yeah, love, bro. I, as anybody knows, anybody who follows the IG page knows I love ninety on B. So I, I, I found a way. So I found man. a way to like put my two loves, my two loves, finance and RB. I said I found a way to mix them. Like life is good, man. Say so, man, um, I don't care what yeah, nobody man. say. Jodeci is the best RB group ever. No doubt. Yeah. My 19-year-old self agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't I'm, I'm, I'm from Philly, so you know I, I'm I'm kind of partial to boys to men, but I'm from Philly. Okay. So I, I knew I, you would think my homeboy Dig said that too. My homeboy Dig said boys to men too. I respect it. I like I boys mean, to men, but boys to boys to men did not, you know, Jodeci. Jodeci was being boomed in my in, in, in my in my college dormitory. Joe, when you heard Jodeci and, and all you saw I mean, was the socks in the door. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's because that that, that talk, I mean, but if you want to get down to it, the the the, the, the boys that was talking at the worst was the the, the H Town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely, they, they, they definitely. My nineteen-year-old self loved them too, man. They was definitely, they was, they was doing it big, man. Yeah, man. So I thank always, you. I want to leave a part-time love. What it was. Yeah. Yeah, man. What you, what you said though, CP. I want to just talk about that real fast. Um, is that there are a lot of black creatives, and I think that's what's dope because I, I've been listening to podcasts for years, right? So. Um, people that follow my personal journey knows that um, I'm part of a sports podcast called War Room Sports, and our podcast has been going since 2009. So wow. I've been in the podcast space a long, a long time. Wow! Um, but now, now in 2020, right? In, in 2020, is interesting because there's like so many black creatives that now I look at what I subscribe to because I, I try to like unsubscribe from a lot of the junk that I have for years. It's so many black creatives making great work that I, all I listen to is our people. You guys like and I, I don't want to keep naming a bunch of names. I don't want to forget anybody, but it's just so many of them, you know, from like uh, you know, um, earn your leisure to uh mm. Xavier and the millionaire mindset. You got Ty yep. Capital, you got what we're doing, we got what you're doing. Um, my man Kamari, the finance rebel. There's like so many great mm. black creatives, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, in that, and it's in every space, it's in finance, but it didn't even other stuff, man. Like, um, I got Kurt from Head Nerds in Charge creates content around like you know black comics and so there's like all sorts right. of content creators that look like us in 2020 to the right. point where I don't even have to listen to them right I don't have right. to like mm. I don't have to do CNN I can listen to you know a Wall Street Trapper or whatever it may be right yeah. so <laughs> it, it's it's like so that that's kind of um the space I'm in now man even even when it comes to just regular content on TV right. You know, you got your Blackish, you got your Issa Rae, you got Lovecraft mm-hmm. Cal, you got all these different Black stories being told, and mm-hmm. it's just an amazing man. What a time to be alive, man! Twenty twenty is just Bro. dope because you get, you know, you get to see people that look like us putting out amazing work. 
Bro, and, I mean, and even to the level, my daughter, bro, one of her favorite little shows is this show called Motown Magic, and it's all yep. black. That's you know, my what son's saying? favorite show. Just, my son's too. That's yeah, his favorite. That's too. his favorite show. Yeah, man, Motown Magic, all black. You know, I don't even know if that was possible when we was little. You know, I don't even. And that's what I'm saying. And that's and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It was called Fat Albert. We had Fat Albert. Yeah, we had Fat Albert and the PJs, bro. And the PJs, bro. Right, that's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That was a great point, though. See, a great point, though, man. So, listen, we appreciate you guys, man. And we definitely going to stay in touch, man. Anything you need from us to help you guys along your journey, um, we're here to help you, man. It's all about networking and building this bigger black network, man. So, um, just want to say thank you guys, man. Um, I'm going to put the link to their IG as well as any show or all, all their contact within the bio. So for the folks watching, please make sure you share this episode. Take a look at what they got going on and please support them. Um, give them book recommendations and things you want them to cover. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, let's talk literacy, man. Literacy is important in our community. So let's keep having these conversations. Make sure you check our recommended books list that we already uh, have in um, the bios of every one of our episodes. We're going to add some more books that were talked about today, man. I got to read that Meyer Lansky book personally. I, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm into all that. So, but anyway, man, for the, for the folks out there listening, man, we appreciate all your support. Please support the Literacy Kings and their movement. Um, and as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks. Peace.